Thank you for tuning in to Dramatic Coleslaw with Eugene Draw, aka Dr. Draw, and myself, Juliana Cole. This is our very first podcast, so I just kind of wanted to introduce the both of us so you get familiarized with who we are and what we kind of want this podcast to be about. Eugene, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Dr. Draw, <laughs> a.k.a. Eugene Draw. No, the other way around, but it doesn't matter. Um, I played the electric violin for a living. Um, I've been doing this for quite a long time. I started playing electric violin in mid-90s, originally a busker, um, raised in the streets of Toronto, um, born in Moscow, and arrived here through Tel Aviv, Israel, back in the day. Yeah. Amazing. And uh, Juliana, myself, a small town girl who moved to the city a few years ago. I have a career in theater. I do modeling and I write on the side. You're a multidimensional, accomplished individual. I like to think so. Wonderful. (laughs) Eugene, can you tell us a little about um, how you got started with the violin? I got started as a violin. Um, basically, I got my career as a product of immigration. Um, when your parents want to occupy you with other things than what they're doing, and my parents were kind of going through their second honeymoon at the same time, wanting me out of the house. Um, I always had a, my eyes on the violin since as a kid. We had a broken violin that my brother smashed as a teenager in their attic which would be considered more of a heirloom instrument as it was about 300 years old and belonged to the people that lived in the apartment before us. Um, for some reason, that violin through, spoke to me through walls and distances, and I kind of felt that I'm always going to end up playing violin. Originally, I wanted to become part of the Beatles. I had no idea that the Beatles were not a group at that time, but as a kid, seeing them on screen made it feel like they're real and close, <laughs> and me and my two parakeets used to dance and sing. Um, so I always knew two of them. Anyways, I always knew I'm going to be some sort of a performer. Always, if there was a place to dance, I would dance. If it was a place to sing, I would sing. Um, yeah, so that's a bit about me. That's so beautiful, and your parents obviously come from a strong theatrical uh, background with your father being in theater and a bunch of other stuff and your mom being a famous little ballerina. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so I also wanted to ask you about your stage name, how you got the name Dr. Draw. Well, um, naturally for me, violin led to busking, being a street performer. On the streets of Tel Aviv, that was a way to make money um, as a kid and also get able to practice and earn some shakels at the same time. Um, when we moved to Canada, I already had that bug in me. Like, I knew I had to play the violin. I knew that I could just go outside. And also it's a sense of independence when you are not really relying on your on your parents fully and you can help them out through immigration by just, like, making enough money to buy some certain clothes and, and a bike and whatnot. Um, and in that process as a busker and an improviser, I catered more towards my audience than just playing covers, I played their character. So whenever people would drop a loony or a toonie, for me that was not just money, but a sense of acknowledgement. So I would try to channel their 
whatever I thought their persona was and feed it back to them melodically. Um, that, for some reason, had a very specific effect on some individuals that were going from A to Z. And I was able to break their monotonous pattern of everyday life and bring them some sort of sense of joy or hope or some sort of inspiration. And so they started kind of telling me about this. And the moniker Doctor came into existence then. Yeah, it was kind of like a family meeting. And like, what should I be? And they're like, you should be a doctor. <laughs> so interesting and fascinating. I know that uh, no matter how many times I watch you perform, you surprise me more and more each day. And you definitely get a sense of, you know, being drawn to your music. And uh, I can definitely see you as a doctor. So that's that's wonderful. I also, um, fast forward a bunch of years later, you've released about eight albums working on a ninth one, I believe? Yeah, the ninth one is actually quite interesting because I'm, I'm aiming high with the ninth one. We just uh, had a band meeting last night and decided to do a fully uh, instrumental album with already songs that we've been working heavily on during the pandemic. And and you were a part of the pretty much the creation of the, the last one, the 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 single, Romani, and then you helped with the video, which was absolutely super awesome. That's a- yes, Romani, that you can find on all Dr. Draw's social media platforms, which is a beautiful single. Um, and what I love most about it, aside from him being amazing in it, is that he kind of tagged in a bunch of local artists um, to, to make and create the video, which was so fabulous. And hopefully we can get a few of them on our podcast eventually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This whole song was basically a product of the pandemic in a sense of just sitting at home and trying to figure out how to pass time and how to um, initiate some sort of uh, work with other people. And then so I said, therefore, thinking about coming up uh, with a 45 minute continuous dance album that would be just these violin riffs with all these different accompaniments that I would ask people to send in internationally. I'm like, send me some drums, send me some that. And then I sat there and like I muffed the melody and like bam 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 bam. Anyways, and then and I'm just like, whoa, how would this sound on the violin? And then I pitched it and recorded it, sent to a guitarist, my friend, buddy Serge Nickel, and and then Jeff Antoine, the producer. And then we had a single, and I think the song's gonna do super well. It's already summer. doing amazing, and you'll be mm. singing and dancing for ages once you listen to it because you can't get the song stuck out of your head. Um, yeah, so I think that's that's it for today's podcast. I mean, we kind of just wanted to give you a feel of, of who we are so you can kind of feel better connected with us, but we want this podcast you know, to focus on culture. We are two very cultured people, and we have much to talk about and to share with you guys. So, yeah, do you have anything to add, Eugene? Well, I think one of the things is that being an artist is not only just inspiring others, but searching for inspiration. We are going to be constantly looking to, into what inspires us, and hopefully what inspires us will inspire you as well. Is That's part of, like um, I think, a cultural infrastructure that a lot of us lack and that we might be able to help you find in your life a second voice. That was so beautiful and professional. I will warn you that sometimes our podcasts won't be, we'll just be cure craziness, so. 
Oh, yes, some people's craziness and some other people's sanity. <laughs> wow. Well said, well said. All right, folks, so join in every Thursday. We'll try to drop one in. And, yeah, it was so good to catch up with you, Eugene. Likewise, Juliana. This is quite nice. I love a little studio set. You can, you can only just see, like, we got her laptop here and a microphone just clipped on on top. And we just, <laughs> like, kind of, like, bubble our head our way and towards it in a way. Um, uh, Julian, thank you for initiating this. And next time, let's talk about your poetry. I think the next episode should be devoted to her, her poetry. We're going to get really nitty and gritty with really, your fitty. Yeah, really dark and deep. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I like my cake. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, all right, folks, you have a wonderful day. Yeah.